Yes. It is the Wave 97.9 WHAV, and it's two minutes to post time. <laughs> That's what they are going to be saying when it comes to the Kentucky Derby. And when it comes to the Kentucky Derby, it also comes to the April Firefighting Museum and Cindy Graham. And Cindy's on the line with us right now. Cindy, good morning to you. Thanks for joining us today. Well, thank you, Wynn, for having me. I appreciate it. Boy, the uh, the Kentucky Derby is going to be a little different this year than it was last year, huh? Well, actually, last year we weren't able to have it um, either because of COVID. So, um, you know, we had to be creative to raise money uh, last year. Um, but this year we're doing something a little bit different. We're not able to meet um, and have that wonderful uh, gala that we usually have with live entertainment and catered and uh, it's so much fun. Everyone dresses up. But we're doing a cash uh, raffle fundraiser this year with three uh, great prizes, the win, place, and show prizes. First place, $3,000. Uh, second place, $1,500. And uh, the third place, $1,000. So is that going to be based on uh, the actual results of the race, or is that just going to be uh, based on uh, the drawing out of the Kentucky Derby hat? Yes, drawing out of the Kentucky Derby uh, prize, uh, trophy prize uh, container that we're going to be using something quite lovely. Um, but, yeah, so we'll just draw three names, and then after those grand prizes are awarded, we're also going to be drawing uh, sort of consolation prizes for uh, tickets to next year's Kentucky Derby Gala, which is a $60 value. So we'll draw a few of those and also be awarding bricks in our memorial, our 9-11 memorial walkway. So we have a few things, a few additional prizes for people that have uh, supported the event. Oh, that's that sounds like it's going to be a, a, a really nice thing. Uh, now, I I get bogged down in the details. Now, do you <laughs> do you draw the first prize winner first, or do you draw all the secondary prizes winners first? How's that go? Well, we're going to start with the big prizes. We'll probably go start with the show, then place, then the win. And then we'll have those uh, sort of consolation prizes after that. All right. Well, that makes sense because uh, that would mean that everybody would have a shot at the uh, first prize. That you wouldn't want to get the uh, second prize and not have the first prize drawn yet. <laughs> so I can, right. I can right. see how that works out. Yeah. Well, how about that? Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's we've gotten a good response. Uh, tickets are $50 each. We're only selling 300 tickets. So your chances are really good. Um, they're available on our website. You can pay through PayPal, or people can call um, me or, you know, a board member. They all have tickets as well. Um, and all that information is right on our website. This event, though I have to put a plug out to our great sponsors who have supported us last year when we were closed so that we could do a few things at the museum, and um, this year as well, of course, Covanta, who's great to everybody out there in the community, um, and Haverhill Bank and Pentucket Bank. Um, they've been great supporters of the museum for years and years now. All right. Well, hey, Cindy, uh, you've also been uh, great for the museum as well, too. You've, you've done a, a great job, and you've always uh, been up at the forefront when it comes to uh, to telling people what's happening there and, and uh, you know, getting groups in and all that stuff. You, you've done a, a terrific job. Well, thank you. We're, we're a very active board. Everybody that's on our board works really hard to... Um, you know, to do that, to put the museums, to keep the museum in people's minds and, you know, sort of stay current and um, active. So, you know, we have a good board. 
We're working hard over there. We did do some updates over the, you know, over the close period. We updated some things in the Hero Headquarters, you know, that children's play area um, that shows them how first responders, you know, fire, police, and EMTs work together. So that's exciting. Um, we have a wonderful volunteer that was over there as we speak, uh, painting, repainting the children's uh, playscape, the fire truck. So that's going to be bright and shiny when we reopen uh, this May. And um, so we have lots of lots of things happening over there. Even though we've been closed, we've been staying busy. Well, yeah, that's the that's the main thing. And uh, you know, you, you mentioned May, and in my mind, it goes to oh, that's next month. I know it's very soon, and we're so excited to be opening. Um, of course, we're going to have to do it in a COVID uh, conscious way. So we'll, you know, of course, require masks and distancing, and we will be scheduling visits and so forth so that uh, we have time in between to clean. So that's the plan, and we're hoping for the best and hoping that people will come and visit. You know, people that adopted hydrants got free passes to come um, this season or any season, really. Uh, They can use those passes. So we're hoping some of them will take advantage of that. Uh, That's right. We talked about that one time, about adopting a a fire hydrant. And do you still have uh, some that are like orphans? Oh, yes. There are so many hydrants in the city. And, um, yes, there are many that are still available for uh, adoption. And we have great groups like Team Haverhill that will be painting more hydrants downtown. I think they're doing that over the weekend. And uh, those hydrants are all available for businesses to adopt. And they're really what they have to do is they'll be painted so they don't have to paint them. They just have to keep them clear of debris and snow during the winter. But it makes it it's a great, uh, you know, civic, community civic project. You know, it makes it great after a snowstorm you know of course if i if i just have to get out there and shovel them all out so if some of them are done that makes it even faster work so that's a, a nice benefit oh yeah so the website is haverhill firefighting museum.org and uh and that's where you can get the the tickets and things like that do you have to sell a minimum number of tickets i know some some of these groups uh, set a minimum to be sold uh no we haven't done that uh you know, we were lucky enough to get great sponsors this year. So, you know, we're and the ticket sales are going pretty well, you know. And, of course, with help like this from you um, and, uh, you know, Covanta putting out a press release and so forth, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, people are going to get, you know, give us a call. You know, we'll get that ticket to you. Either we'll mail it to you or we'll drop it off. Um, so, yeah, just give us a call. We're happy to make that happen. Now, do you have um, access to uh, having more bricks engraved? I know that you know you're going to give away some uh, engraved bricks, but uh, people can just do that on their own, can't they? Yeah, they can. In fact, our uh, membership—we did a membership drive last year um, while we were closed—and our levels are twenty-five for an individual, fifty for a family, one hundred for a benefactor, and that includes tickets to the chili cook-off. But then we have a benefactor plus level for $125, and that includes an engraved brick in the Memorial Walkway. Uh, those bricks uh, typically were selling for $250, um, so we wanted to include it in that, you know, that Benefactor Plus uh, level. So that's that's sort of a benefit. If someone is interested in a brick, they can also become a member and, and you know, uh, come and visit as often as they like and also get tickets to the Chili Cook-Off. So that's kind of a... Uh, so that uh, that one twenty five that's still um, that offer still good, huh? Yes, yeah, we're going to keep that going for a while. Oh, neat! Now, uh, when is the chili cook off generally? It's generally in um, October, 
it's like our final event of the year, and we're hoping to be able to do that live. You know, we'll see how things go through the summer, you know, with um, with COVID and so forth and the restrictions. But, you know, we're hoping, fingers crossed, that, you know, we'll be able to actually hold that one live this year. Well, that would be fantastic. Now, uh, when it, when you have the uh, chili cook-off live, when it's being held live, you have EMTs there in case somebody's mouth catches fire? <laughs> there are usually EMTs there, uh, not on, on the job, but I'm sure they're at the ready if, if needed. Um, they do support the event. They come, and we do have different uh, categories. We have individual uh, entries. We have restaurants that enter, and we also have uh, the first responders um, category. So we do have first responders there as well, serving up their chilies. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Do, do you have somebody that uh, seems to uh, win every year? We do. We, you know, some people that competed and won many years in a row uh, have stopped competing. Um, but we did have, uh, I believe it was uh, Casey Rice won the individual, I believe, last year, and it was not last year, two years ago, uh, and he was two in a row. So, um, but we have we have great competitors that come every single year and compete, and you know, they just they support the museum. Uh, like no other, and it's just a fun event. It's a family event. Kids come to it. It's a lot of fun. It's like ten dollars a ticket to come in and try all those different chilies and then judge them. Wow, that's uh, that sounds like a, a fantastic event. But we can't get ahead of ourselves right now. We have no, to think about no. the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So we're going to do a live drawing on May first uh, at five o'clock. We'll start, and uh, we're going to set that up to Facebook and. The board of directors will be over there, and we'll be drawing drawing those lucky winners. All right. Well, it sounds like it's uh, sounds like a plan. It sounds like a plan that you can work. Is is there anything else you'd like to add, Cindy? Um. Let's see. I I I guess not. Just you know, uh, thank you to everyone who supports the museum and. Give us a call. We'll get those tickets out to you. And good luck to everyone who's purchased a ticket. Now, if I have the address memorized, it's 40 Canosa Avenue? No, it's 75 Canosa Avenue. <laughs> That's where the museum is located in the back of the historic armory building. Um, so that's, that's, where we'll be. that's where we are. We're in the back of the armory building, and it's a beautiful space out there. So if you haven't visited, you know, plan to visit this year. I would love to see you. And that uh, wonderful 9-11 uh, memorial that's out there, too. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's really beautiful. If people haven't seen it, you know, it's it's perpetually illuminated. It's gorgeous at night. Um, Maria Schutofontaine is the artist uh, of that. It's uh, entitled Clambering Upward. It's just beautiful. Uh, all of the names of the first responders that perished on 9-11 are engraved in the glass. And it's just a beautiful tribute Um in memory of them. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, uh, Cindy, thank you very much. We'll keep telling people about this, and uh, I, I bet you'll be sold out in no time. Okay. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Wynn. Oh, you we bet. really appreciate your support. Well, thank you so much. I, I appreciate that. Cindy Graham from Haverhill Firefighting Museum, our guest this morning here on The Wave 97.9 WHAB. Wake up with Wynn Damon weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. on 97.9 FM WHAV.